0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 640 Pacific Time, 740 Mountain Time, 840 Central Time, and 940 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast services through by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas, and Solutions, a digital four, anti-aging, all pushed together. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you dial in to 712-775-8972 and when it prompts for the conference code, Put in 910022, you can join us live, and we would be thrilled to have you along with us. As I say, there's a uh, group of hosts that help support your TR90 uh, progress, and with that, remembering that when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, it's your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at least three of those meals taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if not, take them with your meals, it still works. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. That will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Fiber helps with satiety, but it also helps with good digestive health. Guys need 45 grams of fiber. Ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber a day for that, that, um, keeping your digestive tract in good working order. 30 minutes of medium to heavy exercise at least five days a week. And that can be whatever you so desire. Seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. And if you're exercising heavily, you're going to need to stay hydrated. And the current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water daily If you're exercising heavily, if you're in a humid area, you'll need to increase that to offset what you're losing in body moisture. So, do keep that in mind. With that being said, today I'm sharing some information out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Your Life for the Rest of Your Life. And today we're going to be talking about portion control and how it equals weight control. So, many of us pay special attention to our weight in the spring. We are beginning to wear lighter, more revealing clothes, summer, and the, beach, and the beach and summer activities are just ahead. We all want to look our best when outside and, and enjoying the good weather. Often when we think about weight and weight control, we think about diets and dieting. Diets can be effective and healthy, but I, and this is Dr. Pratt saying, I prefer to take a positive approach. Instead of limiting what you can eat, I suggest you focus on making superfoods the largest part of your daily food intake, and instead of limiting food types, limit portion sizes. It's the non-diet diet that can work for a lifetime. Recently, when I was having breakfast in a hotel dining room, I ordered oatmeal with a side order of fresh fruit, as I often do. When my order arrived, I almost laughed out loud. The waiter put before me what could best be described as a boatload of oatmeal. The bowl was so large that I could almost have bathed in it. A serving of oatmeal should be about one cup. This bowl had at least three cups. Yes, oatmeal is a healthy breakfast. However, eating enough for three people is not, would not make me three times healthier. I'm sure the hotel dining staff felt that they were being lavish in presenting such a grand bowl of food, but in fact, these giant-sized portions only make it difficult for those who hate to waste food and those who simply eat what's put in front of them as they're being distracted by the table conversation. It's no secret that many of us eat too much, and we pay for our overeating with soaring rates of obesity, diabetes, and other weight-related ailments. It's not that we have voracious appetites, but that we've become accustomed to eating huge amounts of food at every meal and have lost our sensitivity to what a portion of size should be. We knew that we needed to take a look at this particular topic of weight control, obesity rates among children as well as adults, are on the rise, and many people are struggling to lose weight. Many of us, weight control is a significant part of our efforts to achieve optimum health. Diet books are always popular, and anything that promises to take off pounds is a sure bet with the public. On the other hand, many people, particularly those who read books like this one recognize that bad diets and weight loss supplements won't yield results. I hope that reading this will help you to understand that extreme modifications or limitations in your diet can have a negative long-term effect on your body, is being robbed of nutrients it needs to fight disease and achieve vibrant health. How can people cope with obesity and or reduce weight? in a healthy but truly effective way? After Superfoods Rx was published, reports from readers came in from across the country and the world. That book was not designed to be, quote, unquote, a diet book. Many people who followed the recommendations of the Superfoods Rx were thrilled to tell me that they were losing weight. This isn't surprising when you consider that the foods recommended in the Superfoods Rx, whole, low-fat foods, Plenty of fruits and vegetables, lean sources of protein, and plenty of fats, and plenty of healthy fats are bound to crowd out the less desirable, more fattening foods. So shifting to a higher quality diet will surely show the positive results in terms of weight control. I also know that readers, and readers have confirmed this theory, that approaching food with a positive point of view makes it... uh, makes an enormous difference. Superfoods isn't about what you can't eat, it's about what you should eat. It's simple. (coughs) Excuse me. This simple fact is tremendously encouraging to people. They don't feel deprived. Their energy is spent (coughs) finding tasty whole foods and not on avoiding the forbidden foods. There is one piece of weight loss puzzle missing, however, and it was the one thing that many, even those knowledgeable about nutrition, forgot about. This was the key that would help people finally achieve weight control with an optimum healthy nutrition plan that they could live with forever. Portion control is the most commonly ignored element of weight control among people. So I'm going to repeat that again because it's important. Portion control is the most commonly ignored element of weight control among people. Even those of us who are eating the right foods are often hampered in our weight loss efforts due to this single misunderstanding. It's not surprising that we don't pay attention to portion sizes. For one thing, it seems complicated. How the heck do you judge a portion of a salad or a portion of a baked potato when potatoes can be everywhere from marble size to baseball size? I've actually seen them up to weighing two pounds, so not to be surprised there. The food labels can be deceptive. A quick glance at a label might indicate that the food is relatively low in calories. Only closer inspection will reveal that say a small bag of cookies that resembles a single portion is designed to feed two and a half people. Another problem is that most of us suffer from portion distortion. This became apparent when another new food pyramid was unveiled. It recommended 5 to 9 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Many people were shocked. Who could possibly eat 9 servings of vegetables daily? Many patients asked me about this and complained but the goal was unrealistic. They no doubt imagined servings like my hotel oatmeal bowl. and figured they'd have to eat bushels of vegetables a day to comply with the new pyramid recommendations. That's when I knew what the missing link in weight control is for only people who are already doing their best to follow a superfood diet. The fact is that many people routinely eat too to three servings of vegetables at one sitting. Getting to nine servings isn't that formidable of a challenge. But most people don't really know how big a serving size should be. Over the years, we've grown accustomed to bigger, and bigger is a better notion, and it affects everything from our cars to our houses and to those mounds of mashed potatoes on our dinner plates. We regularly eat in restaurants that serve us the equivalent of two dinners. One recent study found that portion sizes of many popular restaurants and packaged foods have increased substantially over the past 20 years. Some portions exceed standard recommendation sizes by as much as eight times. Many foods and beverages nowadays are two to five times larger than when the items were first first became commercially available. Chocolate bars, for example, have increased in size more than 10 times since they were first introduced. It's gotten to the point where we probably feel cheated if the portions we were served were of normal size. I'm a big believer in personal choice and self-determination. But the truth is that living in the supersized lifestyle of steadily increasing portions has made it very difficult for many of us to maintain an optimum weight. Over the years, the effect of all those gigantic meals, even the healthy ones, begin to show. Indeed, the average American weighs nearly two gains nearly two pounds a year every year. If you ate a hundred extra calories a day, for example, the difference between a large and a small potato, you could gain ten pounds a year. That's a common scenario, you're, you are served a super soft drink, a mega 42-ounce cup. You drink some of it and are really satisfied after enjoying about 12 ounces, 150-calorie addition to your daily count. But the giant drink sits there and you absentmindedly sip it until by the time you're ready to toss out the cup, you've consumed nearly the entire drink. Now you've sipped away 410 calories a whopping dent in your total daily calorie allowance. You don't really want that much soda or meat or oatmeal or even vegetables. You don't even really enjoy it. But it was there, and so you ate or drank it. If you've experienced a gradual weight gain over the years, you are not alone. The average American weighs about 24 pounds more today than he did in 1960. Why? We move less partly thanks to those labor-saving devices, and we eat more foods, fast foods, processed foods that are high in calories, low in nutritional value. However, perhaps the single most important factor is that we're eating larger portions. And according to the statistics from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the average number of calories Americans eat each day has risen from 1,996 calories to 2,247 calories over the last 20 years. A significant increase of 251 calories per day theoretically works out to an extra 26 pounds a year. So many of us don't make the connection between the amount of food consumed and the weight gain, even though it should be apparent. A typical American thinks it's more important to cut out the fat than to reduce the amount of food he eats. When the American Institute for Cancer Research asked over 1,000 Americans, which do you think is more important in maintaining or losing weight, the amount of food you eat or the kind of food you eat? And a remarkable 78% answered the kind of food you eat. And only 18% replied that it was the amount of food. This is a serious misunderstanding. And just to give you a couple of little side notes here, that um, a large order of fries weighs six ounces today, when in 1962 it only weighed two and a half ounces. So we're almost three times larger than we were um, in nineteen sixty. And once upon a time, a chair 18 inches wide was standard. Today, auditoriums, stadiums, and even subway cars have installed new seats that are several inches wider to carry the new, bigger American. So with that, I am going to um, probably pick up where I left off. Tomorrow, at the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. And um, I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. And I welcome any thoughts or comments you may have and we'll get into what those actual portion sizes should be looking like. This is Susan Mann for April 24th, 2023, signing out. And I wish you a great day. there we have it, my friends. We need to be looking at the sizes of those portions and try to keep them within reason. And with that, I'm going to let you go if there's no other comments. And I hope to see you back here tomorrow.